Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. I have like eight beverages in front of me right now. Kombucha, water, coffee. Life, I've discovered that life is all about the beverages. Beverages and snacks, true? So when I was a screenwriter, if I felt stuck, if the story felt stuck, uh, specifically if the, the scene felt stuck, I had this trick that I did. I would switch the dialogue of the characters. Now, I know that doesn't make any sense because when you establish a character, they should you know, be talking a certain way, their, their, their tone, their rhythm, and to switch, that makes that like chaos, right? Confusing. But what it does is... You know, your brain gets so used to thinking a certain way that when you flip the script like that, when you do something the complete opposite, um, it opens up so much room uh, for new ideas, uh, for something creative, a spark, something. And I find that it's actually, it applies to life, you know. Um, We are always thinking a certain way based on what we're used to thinking, how we're thinking, based on our patterns, based on our experiences, based on our story, you know, so on. So a lot of times, if you think to yourself, what would the complete opposite look like, right? That makes things very interesting. And what it does is it breaks your patterns. And so one of the ways that I use this in life is if um, there's resistance, uh, whether it's an event, whether it's a person, there's some kind of resistance. And my default, whatever that is, I stop and I say to myself, what would the opposite of that look like? So I'm trying to think of an example. If I met someone and let's say there was a lot of resistance toward this person and my default would be to uh, ignore this person or, um, you know, I don't know, maybe we shared a space like at the gym or something and I had to see him. Um because of my resistance, I'd want to, you know, distance myself or, or ignore. But if I stopped for a second, and now it's my, my default meaning, that's what I usually do. And I said to myself, what would it look like to actually do the complete opposite? So in this case, the complete opposite would be to actually lean into it, approach him. Um, I mean, an extreme version would be like ask him out to grab some coffee. Like actually, you know, uh, the complete opposite would be instead of running away to run toward and I think in that space, there's room to grow. I think in that space, you know, the the discomfort of that, uh, the the uh, fighting the natural, and um, it's going to feel like swimming up river. Um, but in that space, there's uh, revelations possibly. Uh, there's you stretching. There's you breaking a pattern. And you know, growth is all about breaking old patterns. You know, and I think that. By using this kind of idea of if sometimes just doing the complete opposite, um, man, you could just you could just learn so much about yourself, right? And so the example I used was you know it's a simple example, but you could do it in relationships. You know, if you're used to in relationships, for example, stonewalling or shutting down emotionally, um, being aware of that, and then telling yourself what would the complete opposite of this look like? What would the opposite look like in behavior? What would it look like in energy and tone? 
if you're used to arguing or being defensive, what would be the opposite of that look like? And now I'm not saying that if you're, if you're used to being kind and loving, you know, uh, the opposite of that is to be a dick and that's what I'm going to try. No, I mean, I'm saying that it, what, what isn't working in your life, I'm not saying that, you know, so if my screenplays were amazing and, and, and they flowed out of me and there were, I, was, I never felt stuck, I wouldn't use this tool. This tool is for when you feel stuck and you feel like there's, you know, n- no progression, um, this is one thing to kind of try, all right? I'm not saying to just go around and start doing opposite things if things are working. If you're, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're a kind person, I'm not telling you to suddenly be an asshole because there's growth in that, okay? So just one tool. Um, it, it's, it also works in anything creative. Uh, so in writing, or I don't know what you do if you are uh, building a company, if you're working on a, a thesis, if you're in grad school, if you are... Doing anything creative, whether it's art, music, whatever, what would it look like to pull from a completely opposite place, right? So maybe when it comes to art and stuff, it's kind of hard to define what opposite would look like. You know, maybe maybe it would look like the opposite as far as color. Maybe it would look like the opposite in um, the way you draw. Maybe you're using the opposite hand. I mean, you know, we could get really creative with this. But what would the opposite look like to you? And try it and see if there's growth there. Um, also, switching up scheduling. If you feel stuck in the routines that you're, you're doing just aren't working for you, or, or you know, um, I don't, let's say you've been going to the gym in the morning for the last three years, and you're just getting sick and tired of it, okay, do the opposite. Try to do it at night, because that's something you're not used to. You're going to shock your body. And in that space, you might have some revelations, and you actually might, it might be amazing or fun, or that experience being, um, might be, different enough where it actually excites you, right? So, or if you're in a relationship and you guys, you know, go to the same restaurants or, or you guys, um, you guys are intimate in, you know, like intimate in the bedroom uh, a certain way. And, and this happens, right, with couples. You get to know what someone likes and there's this routine. And suddenly when you guys are uh, making love, it's like making love by numbers. It's like color by numbers but making love, right? It's the same, uh, I don't know, the same music or the same the, the, the same positions, the same uh, format, the same. Um, what would it look like to switch it up? What would it look like to do the opposite? You know, um, if it's if it's just skin and if it's just uh, quote unquote fucking, what would the opposite of that look like? Right. Then now we're talking about a slow burn. We're talking about maybe um, a date where you pretend like you don't know each other or whatever. You know, um, if it's where you're always. Um, super romantic and, and making love and that's kind of getting stale, what would the opposite of that look like? And maybe that's just, just aggressive, animalistic, you know, all of that. So try playing with this idea of opposites if you are feeling stuck um, in anything that you do. I think it's always interesting to explore in that way and to challenge yourself. I think that we get so used to what we're used to, you know. Ask yourself what it would look like um, to enter rooms differently. Meaning, if you enter rooms and you're just not confident, or it's you don't enjoy it, or something's not working for you, or if you don't like social settings, or whatever brings you anxiety or makes you afraid, what would the opposite look like? Um, and see if you can execute that. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> the other piece I was going to talk about, and I'll do this briefly, is I. Uh, I bought a motorcycle today, 
Thank you very much. I haven't had one in a long time. And uh, well, I call it my meditation machine because it's one of the only... I actually mean this. It's not a joke. I, uh, when I'm on my motorcycle, I'm so present because if I'm not, I'm going to die that um, there's a calming effect, right? There's um, moments when you hit flow, when you lose track of time, when all your senses are heightened, not because you're panicking, but because you're just so present. And so a motorcycle, I mean, I'm sure you could experience this in you know cars or boats or, I don't know, helicopters. But for me, um, a motorcycle is one of, the, one of the machines where I could produce that presence uh, the fastest. And I haven't had one in a while, so... Recently, I decided to get one, um, and it's, um, you know, I, I wanted to get a brand new one, and uh, there was this Harley, just a quick quick backstory, the, the, there's a, the new line of Harley Davidson's just came out, and they're very controversial because it's dividing the old school diehard Harley people with the new, the new kids, and the, mo- the one that I want, the fat Bob, is kind of at the the, the you know the uh, it's the it's the one where where the spotlight is on and it's because it's completely redesigned it's got this interesting rectangle light and the forks are upside down and all this um, it's very controversial and so I was attracted to the bike because I like things that stand out I like things that make a statement um, and I was just gonna get you know the normal black color because that's what I usually get and I think that. Uh, motorcycles are supposed to be, you know, dark and badass and, you know, all that. So I walked into the Harley-Davidson showroom about a month ago, and I saw a white one. And, of course, I would never get a white motorcycle, let's say, a year or two ago. Um, I think that that's the color of scooters, right? But to get a motorcycle in white, it just uh, doesn't make sense to me. This is a flat, they call it a denim white, and um, it just uh, it just looked strange. Like it was like it was like a contradictory. It was like a, a white Harley Davidson. It's like um, it's like that yin and yang or peanut butter and chocolate. You know, oil and water. So it, 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 because it was just interesting to me, I was drawn to it. And of course, it represented this um, this controversy and, and all of that. And but here's the other piece: the the resistance. And here's also me actually doing the opposite. Um, the resistance was I'm not going to get a white bike i'm gonna get a black bike because that's safe and and all my friends most of my friends all have black harley davisons uh whether it's flat black or regular black glossy black um and so i just fit in right and uh i had my other triumph scrambler was black and so i was like you know just be safe it's class it's a classic timeless color but when i was looking at the black one it just looked like every other bike and and then there was a, a part of me that was like get the white one go left be different, get what you want. And then there's another part of me that's like, don't do it. People are going to think you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to fit in. You're going to be the only guy rolling up with a white bike, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so I sat with this for about a month. Um, I mean, not thinking about it every day, but just kind of in the back of my mind and texting my boys back and forth. Whenever I say boys, you guys know it's my guy friends, right? It's not my, I don't have children. You guys know that. Okay, so um, and, you know, just banter and immaturity and them making fun of me back and forth. Um, but ultimately, I do if, – if, if anyone is listening to this, which I highly doubt, and you're, uh, <laughs> you're one of my boys, um, it's all love, of course, right? And we all kind of make fun of each other. And so the, <laughs> the joke was me rolling up on my white uh, motorcycle with my Smurf – Korean uh, Smurf sweats. And uh, anyway um, – 
the 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 when I say Smurf, I mean the the light blue. Okay, never mind. So um, I'm doing a lot of things these days that kind of make me uncomfortable and leaning into it. And I rem- and this is this was the uh, the 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 deal sealer, the deal the the deal maker for me in my head was when I was um, I think I was in college. Uh, I had a friend who. Um, who was wealthy and he was all he, he was really insecure so he surrounded himself with nothing but with like designer clothes and fancy cars and all that um, and I remember and, and I don't you might have heard this story but this is this was what I pulled from which made me go the opposite way I remember that I bought this Mustang and it was black and I was kind of embarrassed about it because it wasn't a BMW or it wasn't you know the kind of uh, designer car that he would drive because he, he had a Beamer he had a Ferrari whatever I didn't have a lot of money so um, I've had used, you know, used nice cars, but I wanted something brand new and it was convertible and it seemed very fun. It reminds me of the Harley I just bought, right? And so, you know, American, um, that, that kind of thing. And so I remember driving to his house and he, he lives in the hills in Hollywood, being terrified that if he didn't approve of it, that I would then have to return the car. And looking back, I'm trying to think like, I mean, yeah, I was, in, I was young, I was in college or whatever, but I was trying to think like, wow, like this guy had so much power over me. And I'm a 44-year-old man now, you know, and it's like if I buy the glossy black Harley, I'm kind of doing a version of that, playing it safe. And I don't – now, of course, it's I don't have a friend like that today where, you know, I, I absolutely need their approval, his or her pr- approval. But, like, it just represents, like, society or, you know, um, other people, other motorcyclists, etc., and I was like, you know what? That's what made me pull the trigger on a flat white, a flat denim white Harley Davidson, which I bought today, <laughs> which I'm super excited about. And I'm going to go on a night ride right after I finish this podcast. Um, it's also an 1800 or something higher CC engine, a Milwaukee twin, um, the the most powerful. The most power I've ever had in between my legs, ladies and gentlemen. And um, with that kind of engine, you could pull off any color, actually. Anyway, so uh, just uh, sharing a revelation and story, um, and I think it ties into this whole idea of doing the opposite, right? Thinking about um, when you are doing what you normally do, and if there's resistance to see what it would look like to to do the complete opposite because sometimes that's what growth is about. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story, which everyone has, and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit.